Our gospel reading today shows more of the both and of what Amy has been preaching on the last couple of Sundays. God seeks us, and we seek God, and we all need God's mercy. Our reading today almost sounds comical at first glance, like it should be a parable or a story, but it is a narrative, something that is happening. This narrative gives us insight into who we are as followers and who God is as God relates to us. And beyond that, as we tease out these happenings, we can, I think, glean from some metaphorical musing. We hear Zacchaeus is a chief tax collector and is rich. Chief tax collectors then and there did not have the best reputation. They were known for conspiring with Rome and taking advantage of others for their own profit. Zacchaeus was not highly thought of and judged by people, perhaps shunned, and we hear of that later in the passage. Though he's rich, we see that his wealth still leaves him lacking. He may be searching or curious or desperate. He has heard about this Jesus and wants to see him, so he compensates for his height and climbs a tree. The motives of this could flow from a variety of directions. Perhaps he gets away from the crowd that does not like him, or simply he just is not a better place to see Jesus. And perhaps maybe he feels a little safe, a little anonymous from this vantage point up in the tree, seeing without being noticed. Additionally, it communicates some humility. We do not hear that a bunch of people were climbing trees to see Jesus. My guess is there were other short people around. But Zacchaeus thought creatively and did what no one was doing so he could see Jesus not a care for what others might think. And what a surprise this sets in motion for him. Jesus seeks him out. Can you imagine? Jesus sees him, calls him by name, and remember, they have not met before. And Jesus does not wait for an invitation to Zacchaeus' house. He basically invites himself over for dinner. And Zacchaeus hurries down the tree, And in our translation, it says he was happy to welcome Jesus. In the Greek, this is more than happy, more than glad. It is joy. Zacchaeus is rejoicing that Jesus is coming to his house. As we saw with the tree climbing, Zacchaeus continues to be completely focused upon Jesus. It is here at the meeting of love and seeking from both God and Zacchaeus, that the crowd gets indignant. Jesus has gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner, they say. This passage may show the crowd is the third character in our narrative. The crowd helps us to understand wanting to see Jesus can have all kinds of motives, motives, excuse me, including evaluating or judging. Zacchaeus has limitations he is aware of, and he is providing for so he can see Jesus. And the crowd also has limitations that they seem to be unaware of. And the fulcrum of that hinges on the willingness to be humble. Going back to Zacchaeus, we see that being with Jesus is about joy. Zacchaeus responds to Jesus 
And Jesus stays at his house and they share a meal or maybe meals. It is over table fellowship Zacchaeus moves from generosity to repentance. E. Elizabeth Johnson, in her essay on this passage, asserts that table fellowship by Pharisaic standards denotes not merely friendliness, but parity and acceptance. This means Jesus was communicating not only to Zacchaeus and his family, but to the community, Jesus' acceptance of Zacchaeus. And that goes both ways. Zacchaeus is communicating to Jesus acceptance of Jesus, and it changes his life. Jesus so seeks to declare acceptance of Zacchaeus that he proclaims him a son of Abraham. That is a big deal to the Jewish community and the kind of grumpy crowd. As Jesus is spending time with Zacchaeus in the perspective of the crowd, Jesus is, as Jesus, Jesus tends to do, is welcoming the wrong people. Into this salvation experience we are hearing of with Zacchaeus and Jesus, we see repentance. Repentance in its meaning being a change of direction. This rich person gives half of his possessions away and repays fourfold for any wrongdoing, which is a prescription from the law of the Old Testament. After the giving away and the making of restitution, Zacchaeus is no longer a rich man financially. But this amendment of life fuels his joy and makes him rich indeed. Luke's gospel, as we have been hearing for it seems like a really long time, has hammered at money. How to use it, how to relate to it, our responsibility to others with it. We see that the gospel of Jesus has an ethical component. It matters how we use our money. It matters how we treat each other. Let's turn back to the crowd for a moment. As I mentioned, we pick up the crowd as a little bit self-righteous. All of us can sometimes be like the crowd. We can easily think our ideas are the best ideas or the only right ways to think or do something because they're our ideas. This crowd disagrees with Jesus, who is God. When Jesus accepted Zacchaeus and declared him a child of Abraham, space was created for the crowd to respond, perhaps with repentance, as Zacchaeus did. But they double down, and we can relate to that too. There are moments of relating and responding where we can go humble or double down with harsh judgment. In our Christian spirituality, for all of us, in all the ways we participate in crowds in our lives or in our individual personal lives, our Christian spirituality is both personal and propositional. It's about us individually responding to Jesus. Jesus confronts us, and this is not a negative or aggressive way, but maybe he confronts us as he looks at us or invites himself over or proclaims acceptance of people we do not like or want to accept. In all aspects of our lives, we personally need to respond to Jesus. We hear today, Jesus says salvation has come to Zacchaeus' house. Jesus is describing the seeking on both their parts and the encounter, the, the time spent together 
and acceptance. And for Zacchaeus, because it needed to, it involved amendment of life, change to follow Jesus. It is important to also note that Jesus is unhurried. While he's, he's in the middle of moving toward the salvation of the world, he's on his way to suffering, death, and resurrection. And Jesus stops and looks up a tree at Zacchaeus and invites himself over to his home. Our God is a God of interruption and response. God is not preoccupied and will not pass us by. We glean from Zacchaeus the importance of knowing our limitations and being willing to strategize to overcome them. We also garner a beautiful focus on Jesus that melts away the harsh judgment of others. Further, we gather the cost of following God. Zacchaeus changed his life drastically to follow Jesus and live the kingdom. Lastly, I would like to connect Zacchaeus' table fellowship with Jesus to our weekly Eucharist or communion experience. But part of what we do in this communion experience each week is in a microcosm to share a meal with Jesus and one another. We proclaim Jesus' acceptance of us and our acceptance of Jesus and our acceptance of one another. Communion is very personal, but let's be mindful of a widened lens to the communal proclamation we make one to another each week of acceptance. Like Zacchaeus, may we think outside the box to behold Jesus and be reckless to amend our lives to follow God and live for the kingdom. Amen.